Alex Jones here with an important note to our viewing, listening, and reading audiences. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 112. Whoa, what was that? Did C-3PO just, like, die? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, welcome to episode 112. Similar to the R&B group, we're here to talk about uh, the R&B group 112. <laughs> Anyways, guys, no, seriously, I just want to start by talking to you guys about Fightback CBD. Um, our biggest and main sponsor of the podcast, main supporter. Uh, go ahead and check them out at fightbackcbd.com. Uh, use America to get 10% off any purchase you do on their website. And then currently, if you go ahead and post a picture of yourself working out at the gym, doing whatever you're doing, riding your bike, doing jujitsu, whatever you're into, just sparring, post a picture of yourself on your Instagram or any social media and hashtag it fightbackcbd. Art and Jacob do America, and then feel free to tag our Instagram. Yeah, Instagram, Twitter, whatever, you know. You can tag us in there, and then we'll go ahead and choose a winner each week, and then we'll go ahead and send out a uh, bottle of your choice, of whether it be the uh, the night-infused lavender one or the regular one, the one I use all the time, which is my favorite because I get to drink it with my coffee, so mm. it's delicious. Yeah, Fight Back CBD is an amazing product, as I've said a million times. So the millions... And millions. Of the Art and Jacob listeners <laughs> out there. I've been dealing with a slip disc in my back for the last, like, six, seven months, I want to say. Yeah, I was too aggressive in the gym. But anyways, yeah, I've been taking that every night, and it's it's really, really, really helping with that. And I also cannot sleep at night, so I use the nighttime uh, CBD oil. I, I love really the nighttime. Works. I only use the nighttime, like, once a week, but I love it. It's, mm-hmm. like, the best sleep ever. Yeah, and uh, it doesn't get you high. It's totally THC-free, yeah, so if you— 100% CBD— no mm-hmm. THC, so you'll pass a drug test. And handcrafted and, in the great state of Texas. If uh, Nick Diaz is doing it, then you know it's good. So, oh, yeah. Shout out to the Diaz boys. Yeah, they're fi- uh, and Nate's fighting next week, Nate's actually. Fighting in, in L.A., isn't he? I don't know where it's I at. I think it's in L.A. because no, 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 I no, wanted to go. Or is it Australia? In, Australia. Oh, I then Australia. I can't go. <laughs> <laughs> I've been banned from that country. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to introduce. Wait, wait, wait. we got oh, one more thing before more we get thing. started. I would like to, this show has been growing by leaps and bounds, oh, yeah, and we just it. officially celebrated our two-year anniversary. Sorry, we didn't do a birthday episode like last year, but you know, I'm having a kid. I got to save the money so I can't buy fancy, you know, hats and whatnot. So, um, with that said, we are now officially a part of a podcast network. Um, those of you who listen to Arn Jacob, I'm pretty sure you also li- listen to Sofa King. Uh, so the guys, uh, Sofa King, they threw together a podcast network called Podbelly, which we are affiliated with now, and we are a member. So uh, go to podbelly.com um, and check out you know every podcast on there. If you like Art and Jacob Do America, you'll probably love Sofa King. You'll love the other podcasts on there. Th- they're um, a big reason I got into podcasting in, in the first place. So Yeah, so check them out. Big things are on the horizon with us. Us and with that site as well. So check them out because uh, we will be contributing largely to that website. So shout out to to Brent from Self King for uh, hooking that up. So with that said, Art, you want to introduce? Before I introduce our guest today, (laughs) I want to give a shout out to a podcast called uh, Tea and Tarts Podcast. Such a funny podcast. And they remind us, they remind me of us when we were like first starting off. Oh, those days on the couch. Yeah. Oh, you could tell they're like on a couch using one microphone. Mm -hmm. The sound quality pretty good but not the greatest but the quality of the show itself uh, hilarious fantastic go ahead and check them out they just did an episode about the watcher this person that watches someone's house it's creepy Mm. i love it i love their podcast shout out to them but without further ado 
I like to introduce our guest. As you can probably tell, Eric's not here today. That's not Eric. Unless he lost a hundred pounds and got that. <laughs> <laughs> got a haircut finally. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love Eric. I miss that guy. But yeah. this is Maddie. Maddie is uh, uh, my sister's boyfriend. I also, I would say a fellow conspiracy theorist because yeah. we talk about conspiracy. You've been to my family's dinners oh, and yeah. you know what I it's like it. there. We just sit around talking about conspiracies yep. for like <laughs> ever. And then we always leave the table by saying, let's never talk about this in public. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Well, here you We're are about to talk, talk about, about it in public. Right, so thanks to the millions me. of our listeners, sir. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. Congratulations yeah. on the kid. I oh, thank you, sir. That. Yeah, thanks for having me. I love a good conspiracy theory, so this Heck is yeah, be man. fun. You guys gave me the most depressing one, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I think we should start this episode. I mean, usually I always start the episode or end the episodes with, you know, like what are your final thoughts on, you know, this conspiracy or, you know, this topic and whatnot. But I think it's a good idea that we, you know, kind of kill the lead and say where we stand on this because a lot of places or a lot of you know podcasts or YouTube channels have been taken down because of this topic. And if you haven't read what this topic is, it's fucking hashtag Pizzagate, uh, the yeah. conspiracy on that. So starting <laughs> off the top with that, um, where, where do you guys stand? Uh, Maddie, you want to go ahead and um, tell yeah. us your stance on that? Yeah, you know, I wanted to make sure I was pretty thorough. So I, I actually went to WikiLeaks and I tried to, I tried to read all the emails, you know, try to search yeah. for the, the, the phrases and all that. And uh, the more I looked into it, the kind of the less sexy it got. And uh, it was, you know, the more I looked into the, the emails that said pizza or, or, or hot dogs or all these things that you see when you click on a one minute video on YouTube and people are saying, you know, you know, Obama's, you know, having male prostitutes and all that. And then when you actually read the emails, it uh, it wasn't all it was cut out to be pretty much. Mm-hmm. It, it, some of them it, were Papa John's advertisements. Yeah, there was some <laughs> Papa John's advertisements, and then like some of them made perfect sense where it was just like, yeah, we got to feed a lot of people on a campaign thing, and pizza is mm-hmm. a pretty effective way to feed two hundred people. So. Yeah, anyone that's yeah. watched Taxi Driver, you yeah. knows that. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much where I stand on that. It did lead to a lot of other rabbit holes that you know, with the events yesterday and stuff with. Uh, Epstein killing himself and all that, yeah. and supposedly killing himself. That you know, the kind of the tangents it went off on were a bit more interesting than the actual pizza gate. Pizza gate itself, yeah. And then you are, I know. Um, so you actually introduced me to this topic. I had no idea about this, mm-hmm. and Jacob was like, "You got to check this out." What was that? The Higher Side Chats podcast. Side Chats, yeah. So that guy was like all about this. He was on board. He was like writing this to the end, mm-hmm. and then I was like, "Let me do some of my own research." So I did my own research. I did like 20 minutes of research, and I was like, mm, I don't know. Uh, this doesn't seem to add up. I did more when I got home from, <laughs> from work, and I was like, I, this doesn't add up. Like this, this seems like you're just like filling the blanks way too much to mm-hmm. create it. So I didn't buy into it, and then now that I've done more research on it, I buy into it less. But I will say this, like pedophilia is definitely like a thing. Oh, and, yeah. And if you don't believe like people in power, people with wealth, like are definitely, like if, if one of them's into it, then I'm pretty sure more than one of more than wondering it if oh, you have yeah. money if you have the means you can probably do it so I, that's why i think it's creepy because i think it is possible i'm not saying that this particular story like the um the tony podesta brothers and what's his name john podesta, john like, podesta. i'm not saying that they they're all about this but i do definitely think that there's like rich dudes out there in the world that are like doing oh that's some a fact creepy shit yeah. i think that there's people in like middle class america that are doing creepy shit oh, even lower class america yeah we're oh we're, yeah there's, I, I'm not sure what but, your racial eth- uh, ma- makeup is, yeah. but yeah, you know, me- you know, that's a big thing in Mexi- Mexican culture. You always have like that one uncle that's like too into like younger girls I'm or sure younger boys. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So for myself, um, I art hit the nail on the head. 
um, art's always the one putting me up on game about, you know, conspiracies. And I was listening to this podcast called the higher side chats and just, you know, more or less just, you know, for research purposes, you know, for future episodes and whatnot. And, you know, Pizzagate came on and I was just like, whoa, this is some heavy ass shit. And the person that he got on the episode was like super sold on it. You know, this is what's going on. And, you know, it was right around the time, you know, uh, you know, Hillary and Trump are, you know, going for, you know, the presidency and whatnot. And I'm like, holy crap, this is crazy. I don't know if I believe it or not, but hey, Art, check this out. And um, at the end of that episode, like there was a creepy message and I tried to find it. And like I said, at the beginning of this episode, you know, a lot of podcasts were taken down and I tried to re-listen to that episode, but it's been since taken down. But there was this creepy uh, message that the host was reading off that he said they got sent in from a USB from, you know, from one of the people from Comet Ping Pong or whatnot. And it was like this super subliminal, um, quote unquote, uh, message, you know, inviting people to this secret sex party, basically, in the basement of Comet Ping Pong. And I was like, whoa, this is some heavy shit. But like Art said, like once you do some more research, a lot of it either doesn't add up or it just sounds like trolls making shit up or Russian bots making shit up on 4chan and Reddit. Now now that I remember that, I do remember. So I went to Reddit for that one. And Mm -hmm. that's when I found out that that whole USB drive, because he said that there were like these self-destroying USBs or something like that. And I was like, when I looked that up, I was like, oh, wait, that's fake. So, like, Mm -hmm. that's when I was like, I don't know if I'm sold on this one. But but. there was the one invitation on... uh on i think it was the comet ping pong's instagram mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where it had the two it had like two kind of young dudes with blindfolds on them like kind of half naked and it was an invitation to an after hours party or something mm-hmm. like that. Is that the one you're talking about no it's a, it's like a usb you remember like when nine Nails like was yeah uh, giving out those yeah you USB. secret usb drives or whatever and like it was like a song from you know the album mm-hmm. and if you got it and you brought it to the website or whatnot you'd get to the concert like that was pr- like a big thing like on the internet and the public for a while so to me like i was like whoa that's crazy like if you were a pedophile and you were trying to have a secret sex party like to sacrifice spirit cook children (laughs) whatnot like that would be the way to do it that's the other thing i hate when people like spirit cooking is like if you're into that shit you're into the devil like Mm -hmm. uh, i don't know it just that always bothers me but anyways continue anyways so kick this episode off i'm glad you guys gave your stance on it beforehand so we don't get taken off because i feel like this is going to be a great episode but uh pizzagate basically started in march of 2016 when john podesta who was hillary clinton's uh, campaign manager who also i believe served as chief of staff to bill clinton's uh, administration when he was president uh he his emails got hacked in march of 2016 so that's where this all started and when those emails got hacked, um, they got posted to WikiLeaks, uh, mm-hmm. Julian Assange's uh, website, in October of 2016. Now, you know, at this time, you know, we have a presidential race going on. Now, we just had eight years of Obama, so we're definitely going to get a new president at this time. Didn't that seem like strange timing that they were coming out at yes. that time? Yes. And what's crazier, too, is, is that um, when, you know, I guess the FBI and... Um, you know, private firms were looking into like who did this, and who I mean, done it? Yeah, who done it? Um, they, they found out that it was it was Russian hackers that did this. Like, this is a fact. This is not you know some Alex Jones conspiracy bullshit. You know, this has been properly vetted. Like, hey, we were able to find out who did the hacking. Assange and, still denies that though, right? Yeah, WikiLeaks doesn't admit that it was Russians, right? No. What do they say? Um, you looked at that. Um, yeah, I, I, I don't. I just know that he denied that it was Russians mm-hmm. that hacked the emails. And there was even a quote that said like a twelve-year-old could have hacked 
Podesta's emails. Which they so could have. That's but kind of what he was saying was that like it didn't need to be Russians. But yeah. What do you think his password yeah. was? Podesta four five six seven. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Little kids one two three four. Pizza four five six seven. <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> I think how it really got popular in the mainstream was uh, actually not the pedophile stuff. Wasn't it when Bernie was calling? hillary clinton out for the speeches she would give to like large corporations and stuff yeah. and because the transcripts were on there so he was saying like let's let's read the transcripts and see what what she's up. what she's doing for this much money for yeah. these big corporations and stuff and she was kind of saying things that were not in her campaign for mm-hmm. those and i think that's how it got really mainstream and she was famous for flip-flopping because yeah. i mean she was against you know gay marriage and all of a sudden you know conveniently like when she won the democratic nomination um, all of a sudden she's for it and whatnot. And I mean, that's, you know, human nature, you know. Politicians. Yeah, but it was seemed a little bit convenient, you know, like she was tr- – because, I mean, I don't know about you, Matt, but for me and Art, like we were ardent, you know, Bernie supporters. Mm-hmm. We were there at the um, the rally that when he came here to Bakersfield, and it just seemed every, – just, everything just seemed a little fishy. Like there was like this fire, you know, just burning for Bernie, kind of like on the Trump end. Mm-hmm. Of it, like there was a fire for Trump, you know, for the conservatives, but you know, for you know our generation in particular, Bernie was like he just seemed like the guy, and for Hillary to get it, it seemed a little weird. It would be like a Jeb Bush wanted on there and mm-hmm. the, on the Republican, yeah. yeah, yeah. And so, um, by the way, Jeb twenty twenty, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, okay, <laughs> that's how you really feel. <laughs> Anyways, um, October twenty sixteen, we have a presidential uh, you know election going on, and you got the debates and whatnot. And then all of a sudden, you see this a lot, though, you know, in politics, you know, a convenient information gets dropped, you know, at a convenient time, mm-hmm. you know, to to hurt, you know, the campaign of one person. You know, uh, here locally, you would see that a lot with um, who is the guy, um, David Valadeo and um, Amelia Huerta or whatever. Oh, dude, local campaigns are the worst because they'll be like, he ate at this Chili's and this Chili's had cockroach. That means he has cockroaches <laughs> in his, <laughs> his long intestines. <laughs> he was paid off by the Chili's Corporation. So you see a lot of that. I mean, you know, at this at this level, you know, you you can't I mean, you got to be cognizant. Okay, some bullshit's going to come out. And um, I guess Russia was famous for that as well. I believe it was the Czech Republic like they influenced, you know, uh, an election over there. Dude, I believe that. So I went to high school with this girl that was from the Czech Republic Mm -hmm. and she would always talk to us about how she thought her government was the like the most corrupt government she she was like ever seen. I think all those Eastern European countries are just all the like former Soviet satellite countries yeah, -hmm. yeah, are just super corrupt. Oh, geez. Do they still have I don't know that much about like the Czech Republic, but I assume they still have like a king and queen or something. And it's just, I don't know I don't, about I don't the know, Czech Republic, <laughs> but I know my mom's from Hungary, which is right next door. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And they're pretty like now I know now the right wing nationalism is really taken over over there. Mm-hmm. Oh. So it's nuts. Yeah. I saw and that on vice. Yeah. yeah like Hungary's it, crazy. So I don't know about the Czech Republic, but it's right next door. So, but yeah, I guess like, um, you know, Putin, like that's what he's, one of the things he's famous for is, you know, he'll send people or, you know, recruit hackers and whatnot to, mm-hmm. in, I mean, and again, America, we're not innocent of this as well. Like, we've done this in South America and whatnot. But we influence, you know, whoever would be favorable to our cause, you know, will, you know, drop some, you know, negative information well, about the, the you know, the just, opponent. There was just a Netflix documentary I watched. I forget the name of it, but they were saying about oh, the, the great hack. Dude, and, and the Russians were, what they would do is they would organize like a Black Lives Matter meeting mm-hmm. at a park next to like a Blue Lives Matter meeting. Yeah. Just to start shit. Yeah. Just to like see what popped off, like mm-hmm. for fun. Mm-hmm. And they were doing it from Russia. And it would be like 
on Facebook and stuff. Mm-hmm. That's so it's like nuts. If, if they can do that, like just out in the open, I want you know. Of yeah. course, they can meddle in elections or whatever. Yeah. And online is the most is the easiest way to do it as well. Because what they would also do too, and I'm I'm guilty of falling for this, but you know the best way to divide a country is to separate, and that's what we're dealing with in this country is a lot of separation, mm-hmm. like teams and tribalism and whatnot. And I remember Art called me out for this, and I'm so glad you did. But it was like, dude, stop, you know, trying to, you know, because I would argue with people online on the news sites and whatnot. And I just had to stop because I was just like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, this is doing nothing. You know, this is creating more tension. And I guess to, to your point as well, a lot of people um, or a lot of Russian bots, yeah. they would go onto Facebook. They would go to these news sites and just, you know, put MAGA 2020 or something, you know, just so, to, like yeah. to stir, you know, like a reaction. And then another Russian bot would say something, you know, that would be favorable, you know, super left wing and get, you know, all the right wing people like riled up. And then you just have like this chaos like yeah. online. And Do, then doesn't it feel like, OK, not to get too far off topic, but doesn't it feel like our local news does that shit now? Yes. Just to get like clicks and likes and all mm-hmm. that stuff like they'll post something that's very divisive and it'll be like um the 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 Huerta campaign recently put out this thing about kevin mccarthy like take action and they posted all this stuff about him and obviously you know kevin mccarthy's a local boy and he's well liked here it's one of the few places in california that he's well liked mm-hmm. but they posted that here as a local news thing and so like totally if you read that if you read all the comments some of the most like racist like Mm-hmm. commentary i've ever like it's so like shameful to be from bakersfield yeah. you know to live here and know that that's your those are the people next to you those are your neighbors yeah and it's just like oh geez it, it, and the weird thing about that is is like when you actually click on the profile they'll either be like super like private or they'll be from like another area of the country it's like how the hell did you happen yeah. upon a local bakersfield 300,000, you know, population news site and you're over here in uh Wichita, Kansas or fucking but fuck Pennsylvania Pennsylvania. <laughs> that's a real place. Yeah. Hey, <laughs> hey Amish people, whatever you want to name your city, that's on you, man. I'm West Coast till I die. But this is what was happening during, you know, the you know, that was the big thing with the Mueller report is that hey, you know, Russian, you know, try, Russia tried to, you know, inf- you know, influence the election. And um this this is th- what I'm saying right now is all fact. And, you know, there's a lot of theories out there that, oh, they hacked into ballots or whatnot. I'm not getting into that, but they absolutely did this. They absolutely hacked into John Podesta's emails and then gave this information to WikiLeaks, who mm. posted it on October 2016. Yeah. And I believe Julian Assange, he he wanted what didn't WikiLeaks, weren't they more so like going for Trump? That's kind of the accusation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of the accusation, because, I mean, I haven't seen any Trump emails or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, it would seem it would seem so. Yeah, yeah. it seems so. And um, I'm trying to think on him. Like a lot of it too is is like to tie this all together is like that was the purpose of WikiLeaks. Like they had an agenda to find like all these pedophile rings. Yeah, you know you <laughs> you go Which to. Which is I I generally would find WikiLeaks pretty reliable just because like the stuff they did in the Iraq War and the Afghanistan War and the stuff they leaked mm-hmm. it was pretty like mind blowing and and really showed you what was going on there mm-hmm. and so that's why I I don't. I guess my I guess I got I guess it's more of a question. I kind of wonder were they the ones pushing the whole Pizzagate thing or did they just release emails and then people just kind of used them like you know the I, Alex Joneses or whatever. Mm-hmm. Did they just kind of pick and choose and use things see whatever sticks kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And that that's the thing too is because like we were, how this all ties into is that they they did this using what's called a spear phishing attack. And we had like right after all this happened at work, I work in the federal government. You know, we had all this training about, you know, phishing attacks and whatnot and like, hey, what to watch out for on your email. 
and um, they stopped letting us, you know, being able to access like our personal email on our computer because a lot of that you'd see a lot of bleed over, like with your work email and then your private email. You'd have something coming in from, you know, our fantasy football league, and then you would have something from, hey, here's your order confirmation from Amazon, and then, oh, hey, by the way, um, here's the, you know, you forgot your password to, you know, your PG&E account. Like here, here, you know, here's that. All this would be filtered into the same computer, and this is what happened to John Podesta. And so what happened with that is, is when they released that, you know, a lot of Russian bots went onto these places like Reddit and 4chan and be like, hey, did you see what would happen yeah. with the WikiLeaks yeah. and whatnot? And I believe this is how like the Pizzagate thing got started as well, because, well, like we were talking before we started uh, recording, you know, you actually read those emails. It'll put you to fucking sleep. Yeah. I have to take C- like nighttime fucking CBD oil <laughs> to fucking go to sleep. I didn't even take no fucking fight back CBD this night. Like when I was reading some of these emails, these things will put you to sleep. It literally, yeah. it, it seems like there's very few of them that are of any inter- that are that are weird. You know, yeah, it's yeah, like reading interest. your grandpa's emails. Yeah. Like, hey, do you want to go to the American Legion and get some pizza? Especially like, between the two brothers, yeah. because they did phrase things kind of weird, mm-hmm. but. If you were to read text between my brother and I, you wouldn't be, you wouldn't I, understand it. I either. thought about and, that too. You know, yeah, I like, thought about whenever like me and my sister's text or whatever. It's very vague and very yeah. like we know what we're talking There's, about, but it's you guys have your own language yeah. because it's just like you don't need to write a whole you know dissertation, you know fucking Times New Roman <laughs> like <laughs> CML style or whatnot. Only two people are reading this. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like you have your own way of speaking to each other, and that's what it seemed like to me as well. You know, it's just brief, you know, messages. And you got to look at the Podesta brothers. It's Tony and John, John. right? Yeah. They're Italian and Greek. Now, not to generalize, you know, races, but I'm going to do that right now. <laughs> but any Italian person I've ever met, any Greek person I ever met, like that's a culture that is surround that like is surrounded by food. You know, you watch Jersey Shore even, for, for example. My big fat Greek wedding. My big fat Greek <laughs> wedding. Only- <laughs> Everything is revolves around food, you know, a nice spread, you know, for lunch, for breakfast, uh, brunch or whatnot, right? And that's what they they seemed that they were doing. And a lot of things with the Podesta brothers as well, they were well known for, you know, hey, we're, we're on the campaign trail. Everybody come over. My mom's going to cook a meal. Uh, John was known for, you know, his specialty dishes and whatnot. And same with Tony. You look at Tony. He's a big fat fuck, you know. <laughs> it's just like I didn't Google it. One, I only saw one, and he was like the old. Is there an older one? Yeah, yeah, one? yeah. Tony, I believe, is the older yeah. one. Skinny Tony. one and a big one. Yeah. yeah. And the skinny one's only skinny because he's a marathon runner. Oh, is that <laughs> oh right? really? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I was wondering that as well. I was like, how are you going to eat all these carbs and be fucking skinny, sir? Marathon and, runners will eat, have like a big old bowl of spaghetti before they run you gotta burn all those or pizza (laughs) so i okay so the very first email i saw between them is his brother says like i see i'll see you at home and then he like invites him to pizza at this restaurant called martha Mm -hmm. and so i googled that that's a real restaurant it's like a luxurious restaurant in new york city so Mm -hmm. it's not like it's a fake place is there pizza there there is pizza there yeah Mm -hmm. i saw pizza if you look it up there's like salads and pizza and everything's fan it's like a fancy pizza or whatever yeah so i could see why these like rich dudes would be like ordering fancy pizza so he like asks him i think he says i'm gonna pass i have too much to do before i'm heading to michigan tomorrow no no need for pizza no need for pizza yeah. that's the that's one of the like four that i found that was a little bit weird but I, not not even d- yeah. i agree and then yeah. he says something let me see um uh, and then he just gives the address and then he asks, let me know or i could bring pizza home tony and then that's it <laughs> yeah. that. did you did you ever think that pizza was something different not 
child yes. sex stuff and not food because I, I thought it was this, weed. <laughs> weed. That, that's not my theory. I saw a dude on YouTube saying the same thing. He's like, some of the emails sounds like they're going to like sit down with a blunt and like relax for the rest of the night. Yeah. And yeah. they don't want to talk about using drugs, you know, yeah. between I two agree. professionals. Yeah. And that was like, you know, there's no way to prove that, but it sounds pretty plausible though. A mm-hmm. lot of the emails are really like, there's I'm, actually I'm really tired. I just need some pizza. And yeah. I'm, yeah. Like, I agree. I yeah. think if you substitute pizza for weed, and not not most of them. Most of them, it makes sense that it's pizza. Yeah. But uh, some of them, I think, are you referring to one where it's like an aid and they're talking about like, I'm going to go over the paperwork over some over pizza. Some pizza. <laughs> that's it. That's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> And it makes no sense. Like, why would you phrase it like that? I don't know. That kind of sounds like, I, like I'm thinking in my mind, like every Ninja Turtle movie I've ever seen, like everything. Like you're be, just going to be eating pizza and sure, doing yeah. That it makes could, sense it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It could really be pizza. Or any college movie. There's you know? also, okay, there is one and, and we can just fast forward through because some of them are very like not interesting, but there is one where they say, let's have dinner tonight or like, let's get together for dinner or pizza. And it doesn't yeah. make sense why you would say but or pizza. You keep saying the same ones that I looked at. So I think it's interesting that out of the thousands and thousands of emails, there's like a handful that are even borderline weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think that if we were exchanging emails, there'd be way more than a handful that were weird. Yeah. You know? So yeah, yeah. But that's another one that, that I saw. That yeah. to me was the, the strangest because yeah. I could see how somebody would be like, that's child pornography or whatever. Or like they mm-hmm. must have like a girl or something or whatever. Or boy. Did they ever yeah. specify? Oh, yeah. I have those all written down. Oh, yeah. Pa- Pasta's meaning. boys, right? I think <laughs> something like that. Pasta. Pa- cheese pizza or something like that. And then they get into like their toppings. <laughs> but to me, okay, I, like I, I try to live in both worlds. Okay, okay. What if this is secret talk for, you know, pedophilia? Or what if it's like just me and art? There's been millions and millions of nights where I was just like, hey, bro. Like especially like when we first uh, met and we were working at the East yeah. Side Target. Where we were like, hey, do you want to grab dinner? And that's the time when you were dating a girl. Or should we just get Taco Bell? Mm -hmm. Now, if somebody was reading that text or that America Online AIM chat or whatever, Mm -hmm. they they would be like, well, what does that mean? Dinner or Taco Bell? Does Taco Bell stand for fucking, like, (laughs) we're going to rape a minority child? Like, (laughs) like, what is, I mean, see, to me, like, I put myself in that that world because you're not going to be articulate over a casual conversation. I'm not even as articulate on this podcast. I don't even make sure I spell things right. No, me either. I I don't give a shit. I'm just talking to you. I'm just trying to get some information out, trying to move on. He's the campaign chair of Hillary Clinton at this time. Like, he is on the world stage. Didn't some of this stuff sound like he was using talk to text? Like, some of it sounded very robotic. I didn't really write them all down. Just an old dude that doesn't really know technology Yeah, it's just like, let me just tell him. Or pizza tonight or kind of thing. Yeah. Because that would be a thing, too. Like, okay, do you want to sit down and, you know, wait for your food to come out or do you want to grab something fast to eat like that's how i kind of yeah. internalized it that's the world like i was like okay what, that's was where the I apple land. watch out at that time no uh, idea no, i don't think oh, so i don't know I well you know what 2016 yeah 2016 because that's like early apple watch i can see mm-hmm. him, see him going or pizza or something yeah. like, that, like. Did, did you guys ever find like a list the, the the quote the FBI list of what these terms mean because oh, yeah. because the symbols are out there and they're real right like yeah that, yeah that the F- FBI, FBI did document, put out that triangle thing yeah it's like gang signs or whatever yeah. there's like actual list of what what means mm-hmm. but the they keep I keep seeing on YouTube videos that there's some FBI list of these of like the pasta words? pizza I couldn't find anything I couldn't find you. a legit list of anything. the only thing I saw was um okay see here's the thing here's where it gets tricky. Because I don't, the FBI does point out um, the triangles. Yeah. The triangles are a thing, and the actual symbols are a thing. And there's like the double heart. Yeah. The girl love. Or uh-huh. mm-hmm. But whenever it gets to the pizza, that's more of a deep web, dark web type mm. of thing. So that's not an FBI thing. I feel like that's where it starts getting into the conspiracy theory of like, 
Yeah, some pedophile online said that that's true, and, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm not going to confirm. On Reddit and, and I am not going to confirm. But, that. but that's where the purposeful misleading of people is. Because, I agree. Because that's where the YouTube videos are like. There are FBI documents saying that pizza means little boy, hot dog means mm. you know yeah. whatever. Because I actually and didn't then, think about I, that till right not, now when you said yeah. that. I didn't see the FBI saying no, that. I saw the either. symbols on the FBI yeah. thing. But I didn't see the yeah. them saying anything yeah. about pizza on there. And I'm glad you said that because that was a part of the disinformation campaign by yeah. these bots. So what they have down is that hot dog means boy, pizza means girl, cheese equals little girl, pasta equals little boy, ice cream means male prostitute, walnut. Oh yeah, yeah, the walnut thing means yeah. person of color. Map equals semen, and sauce means orgy. Yeah, because one of the emails says something about like walnut sauce or something like that like mm-hmm. why did you put walnut sauce on there or something which i googled privately googled on my phone walnut sauce it's, it's actually like a greek no dish. i know i, I know it's, it's a really a greek dish and then i mean to give and um, even the email he says like something like uh that it's a greek i don't remember what he says but it's like mm-hmm. saying something like you need to try new things or something like that like mm-hmm. and like i said he was famous for his cooking around the dc area so, I mean, when you're talking about, yeah, we're going to go to this fancy restaurant, you're not going to want to go to Pizza Hut and get some trash shit. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you might get a DiGiorno or whatnot. Right? Dude, Those things are to DiGiorno. Yeah. <laughs> Those things are delicious. Art and I have had many nights. Many DiGiornos. Yeah. yeah. So, I, I mean, I could totally see that being the, the case here. It's just like he's just being fancy. He's Emerald Lagasse. You know, I, I really wanted a legit list. I wanted to come in here and argue that Pizzagate is real and stuff, mm-hmm. but I just... I mean, even the hot dogs, there was like how many emails with hot dogs? Only a few. One of them was somebody in Chicago that hit Mm -hmm. up a hot dog stand and was like, okay, that's good. And the other one, the $65,000 worth of hot dogs Mm -hmm. that that everybody on the internet talks about Obama, Mm -hmm. you know, having orgies with all these guys. That was like a staffer, like just kind of frustratingly saying how much money they spend on hot dogs. It was like a sarcastic figure. Like I'm surprised Obama got caught up in this. Like there's like a picture of Obama playing ping pong. And like what clearly With looks, like a kid. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it yeah. clearly looks like they're White in like house. the White House yeah. or something like that, or like yeah, like some very fancy place. Yeah. And people were saying that that was comic ping. That's the basement of comic ping. Yeah, it's like, dude, yeah. trust me, that's no basement. Like that's, that's the most beautiful basement of all even time. Even if it is, like, <laughs> even if it is, I, I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> so a lot of this too, um, this sp- uh, the theory spread, you know, uh, with coded words on 4chan, Reddit, social media. Um, and a lot of alt-right sites. Like, they would purposely put Oh, that this, I didn't know. Yeah, like, it was like, you know, anywhere, you know, Breitbart, you know, is the, the prominent news source. Like, this is where these people would drop this At information. At this point, I didn't even know what Breitbart was. Yeah, I didn't know either until after Trump got yeah. elected, you know, and they started talking about all these sites and whatnot. But um, October 30th, the day before Halloween of 2016, a Twitter account claiming to be a New York City lawyer... Um, and then when you go back on previous posts, it was an obvious, you know, white supremacist uh, person prominent in the white supremacy uh, world um, claimed that the uh, New York, P- the NYPD found um, a pedo ring um, that, you know, was affiliated with the Democratic Party while going through Anthony Weiner's emails. Now, if you remember Anthony Weiner, he was... The husband, I believe, to uh, one of the staffers for Hillary Clinton. Yeah. Remember, Uma he. Abedin. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Thank you. And he got caught up because Mr. Weiner was sending pictures of his Weiner yeah, to a little girl. To little girls. But that one's weird. Did you. Uh, did you see all the New York City cops that killed themselves right around that time? No, no. I there, heard about there that. There was a slew of New York City police officers 
so this is some deep shit, but like mm-hmm. that were killing themselves right around that time. And there was a quote from one of quote once again, I don't know, but he was saying that what he saw on that laptop was the most fucked up thing he's ever seen in his life. And, uh, in Anthony Weiner's in laptop, Anthony, the one that they confiscated from him after, cause they said they arrested him for what you said, texting mm-hmm. a girl pictures of his dick for, you know, for a little girl. But, uh, when they confiscated his laptop, that's when all those cops started dying allegedly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it, see, I didn't see any of that. That's crazy. Yeah, in New York, but uh, who knows? There's some fucked up shit going on with the New York Police Department. Like what? Uh, I don't know, man. Just like the <laughs> fact that they're not paying them, like for oh, okay, real for shit. their health care. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I just think it's a fucked up police department, similar to Bakersfield Police Department. Yeah, I'll yeah. probably wind up dead tomorrow. Though. Yeah, Hart <laughs> <laughs> committed suicide last night. <laughs> By the way, use co- promo code America. <laughs> <laughs> For the record, none of us are going to kill ourselves. Yeah. Today, just yeah, in I'm case not. something happens. No, nah, I just found out I'm having a little boy, <laughs> so yeah, I, ain't do, I ain't fucking with that. <laughs> <laughs> I got to be around to make sure. No. Okay, anyways. So um, I guess Anthony Weiner, you know, obviously, you know, they're within the same campaign. You know, they were emailing each other, John Podesta and Anthony Weiner. And this is where a lot of people started to get, you know, this is, you know, they sure talk about pizza a lot. You know, hey, they're on the campaign trail. They're affiliated with each other. You know, hey, of course you're going to be talking about, hey, like we got to discuss strategy over, you know, food. The most convenient uh, food source to feed a lot of people is pizza. You know, I'm a big fan of Taco Bell, you know, but if I was the head of a campaign, you know, especially a presidential campaign, I'm trying to feed as many people as possible. But for as less many, money as possible, I'm not taking them to Sizzler or Outback Steakhouse or whatnot, right? Yeah. <laughs> or any fucking shit house like that. No, I'm like, hey, I'm going to hit up like a local pizzeria because two slices of pizza is going to fill up somebody's belly, right? It's cheap. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's bread and cheese. Five ninety nine, take and bake pizza. Yeah. So anyways. Yeah. I, I, I was asking you before the show about uh, James Elefantis, the owner of mm-hmm. one of the pizza places. Oh, I'm glad you brought and, that up. Yeah. yeah. And I was saying that because you know they draw the connection between that his name sounds like James Les Enfants. I love mm-hmm. kids, and I was telling you that I saw an Instagram post of him mm-hmm. with a shirt on that said "I love kids" in French, and he was with two, two guys, shirtless young men. And you were telling me that that was fake, but then we never got into it. So what, what's that all? So about? with that, I looked into that because a lot of people were pointing that out like as proof and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I guess okay, James Elephantis, he's a homosexual man, and uh, he was dating somebody uh, that was involved with um like this new site that john podesta is also involved with that kind of fact checks like fox news and like all these conservative websites and whatnot um kind of like snopes or whatever but anyways so i mean he's 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 a homosexual man so you know god bless him whatever he does you know in his private life but you know that was a, a gentleman um that he was affiliated also a homosexual man um who was also a chef or i believe an owner for another restaurant and that French name, I love, ja, it was like J and it was like a heart or whatnot. And then, you know, that name under the bottom, yeah. that was actually that gentleman's restaurant, which is actually named after somebody that was in, okay, it's a DC restaurant, right? But it did say I love children though. J'aime les enfants means I love kids. But I guess like that restaurant, like if you pull up that image and I'll post it to the Instagram or whatnot, is actually like the name of a um I want to say like a soldier or a general that was under George Washington. It's a DC restaurant and he was a chef or something. So it was more or less like he was promoting his Mm -hmm. restaurant. Mm -hmm. James Alafontis, he owned two restaurants on that street, I believe Uh, Comet ping pong. And then like another restaurant, two doors down. And you know, Hey, you're going to show people love. Uh, We're a part of a podcast, you know, network right now. We're going to shout out with Sofa King. We're going to shout out, you know, nerds on topic. 
I don't know what those gentlemen do in their personal life or whatnot. I don't but, trust nerds on topic. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, if, like, they got caught up in some weird shit, too, like, I could see that easily, you know, spiraling out of control. Because a lot of this seems to me, um, we talked about it, like, on some previous episodes, like, the satanic panic. Yeah. Um, my family, you know, they're super religious. They would try to find Satan in everything. Mm. And I remember one time I had gotten a uh, method. That's man the CD. truth. <laughs> yeah. And, and no, I got a Method Man CD. And you remember early Method Man? Like, you'd like have like one eye, like, you know, oh, whited yeah, yeah, out yeah. or whatnot. Maybe Judgment Day? Yeah, era. Judgment Day. I believe that was the CD or whatever, right? And so uh, Keith's mom, she was looking at it. She was, oh my God, that image is going to be scarred within me forever. That guy is just full of Satan. I'm just like, <laughs> no, the album is a concept album about Judgment Day. And like, this is just post apocalyptic, you know, Method Man, basically, right? Like, it has nothing to do with Satan. Mm-hmm. If anything, it has to do with him fighting Satan, you know what I'm saying? It's the apocalypse, it's the end of the world or whatever, but she was convinced that Method Man was possessed by Satan and that Satan himself, like, took that picture. And so a lot of this is just, like, people, you know, putting things in their own mind and trying to connect the dots. I I do think that he took some very, like, questionable pictures on his Instagram. Mm -hmm. And I do remember when I was younger, I would post post a lot of dumb shit on my instagram and post dumb shit on my facebook and things like that but he's like he was already like in his 30s by the time he was doing this what about the art though yeah on his walls yeah it wasn't just the pictures it was it was like kids tied up it was like like mm -hmm. the mother giving birth just all bloody i got an explanation for that as well the kids tied up okay so i i i looked up that artist that artist that did all the the -hmm. artwork and all the artist stuff is basically looks like that like all yeah. of the all was it the lady art- with the multiple personalities uh the artist that did the mm-hmm. oh I, I just looked up their art i don't know what yeah so with that through. said I, I, now that we're talking about comet ping pong this all you know uh you know intertwines with anthony weiner because within those emails with anthony weiner and john podesta they talked about meeting up you know at comet ping pong which was a place that you know a lot like obama went to a lot of because james elephantis was you know a mover in the shaker in the democratic you know uh, party and so, you know, a lot of he hosted a lot of Democratic events. So, you know, those emails contained. He hosted it. a lot of like watch parties. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if Obama actually went there. Is there I guess proof they of him s- going there? They said he did. I, I mean, I didn't research that enough. I didn't fall down that rabbit hole. But they said he went there, you know, for, you know, fundraiser or whatnot. And I guess James Alephantis was actually voted the 43rd or 42nd most powerful person in D.C. Yeah. Which, which is saying a lot for somebody that just owns yeah. a pizza place, right? Mm-hmm. But anyways, that artwork, a lot of people point to that artwork, point to that, that Instagram. Uh, the one thing that you said, too, about the Instagram was, okay, there was a, a child, you know, with her hands tied up to the table. Yeah. And he was like, bro, that's my niece. Her parents were sitting on both sides of her. And I guess he showed, like, that, you know, the full-size image of it. Because you know how, like, Instagram makes you crop in, you know, onto that? I guess that was his niece and his nephew, the older brother of that child, was he had taped her, you know, hands to the table, which is and, what kids do. Yeah, which yeah. is what kids do, especially kids that aren't disciplined yeah. enough. Because yeah. my kids are not going to be like just taping each other's hands to fucking, you know, especially yeah. out in public, right? <laughs> Anyways, I digress to that. But he said, "No, this is my fucking niece. Here's some other pictures of her. We're not tying her up and molesting her. Like her parents were right there. I posted that because, again, like you said, that's what kids do. Now the artwork that was on the." Um, on the walls that artwork is continuously changing and i just recently went to hearst castle anybody with a lot of money you know and this this place too it's like a hipster hangout you know they 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 show they have live music and bands playing there at night 
Um, you know, they, he's prominent in the art community as well because some of his former boyfriends as well were, you know, artists. You know, they had art galleries and whatnot. And so he was very, it's like Jerry's Pizza here in Bakersfield. It's very accommodating to, to the art scene. It was in the hipster neighborhood of Washington, D.C. And so that those walls were constantly changing. Like you would see, you know, like when I went to the um, the websites that would show the, you know, Yelp or the previous Yelp reviews, that that same wall was always changing. There would be like an artist spotlight. Oh, here's this artist's artwork kind or whatnot. A featured artist type thing. Correct. Yeah. And like I was saying with, you know, the satanic panic, a lot of people will interpret art in their own way. Yeah. Now those paintings that you were talking about with, you know, the creep the super creepy ones that always pop up when you look up, you know, Pizzagate, that was art that was done by a lady in Britain. And I wasn't able to pin down whether Wait, her- which one? Because I was talking about the ones that were on his wall. The one that looked like they're like Almost hand sketches. Um, we might be, yeah, but um, this all ties together. Um, so the lady has multiple personality disorder, and she has 20 different personalities, and I believe she was the inspiration for that M. Night Shyamalan movie with um, James McAvoy, McAvoy mm-hmm. where he's got you know 20 different um, you know, personalities. And whoever is the dominant personality, you know, she would paint, you know, pictures to keep depicting what's going on in her mind. And one of the personalities uh, was closer to her true identity, um, was showing, you know, trauma that she went through through her early life. I guess she was, you know, sexually abused as a child. And, you know, she was writing all these memories, these suppressed memories out, you know, in her artwork. And I guess some of that was being displayed um in comet ping pong you know just like like you said as an artist spotlight and to me like when i like actually i believe there's a vice documentary on this lady to me it's super it's it's super sad but it's super beautiful because here you have this person who is dealing with actual sexual trauma exercising this out you know using her art as her therapy you know working out you know her inner demons basically Mm -hmm. and putting her heart and soul out onto these these paintings and, you know, James Alafontes, who, like I said, was prominent, you know, in the art scene, that the whole hipster scene. Yeah, like whatnot. a rich hipster. Yeah, basically. You know, of course, I mean, if I had my own pizza spot, you know, I'd be like, hey, you know, that, that you know, accommodated, you know, artwork and whatnot. I would have no problem showing that because it's like, hey, here's the backstory of this lady with 20 different personalities. Yeah, and, and also you just made me think of it a little bit different because the way they make these pizza places the two ones that we're talking about in DC seem on all the conspiracy theory videos is like they were kids hangouts where kids would go mm-hmm. and they're basically daycares where pedophiles would swat, you know, <laughs> pick up kids and stuff. Yeah. But the, when you compared it to Jerry's pizza, that kind of, that kind of seems more accurate where, mm-hmm. you know, it was, yeah, kids were there sometimes, but it was more, I just, think, I think the reason why it has that pedophile vibe is because of the ping pong aspect of it. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But, but I feel like, you know, it's no different than like a Dave and Buster's thing. I do. Th- I still think that the artwork was maybe a bad choice. And I'm like, I'm thinking like if I owned a business and, and I'm into some weird shit and like I've defended spirit cooking on this podcast before. And I'm like, Hey, keep doing what you're doing. Like if that's what you're into, keep doing it. But at the same time, like if I owned a restaurant, I wouldn't be like, let me post pictures of that shit on here of people's like, mm-hmm. like menstrual blood and stuff like that. Like, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't want to put me, that on there. To me, it's not like more or less like a Chuck E. Cheese. Like that's more yeah. or less aimed at like you know a toddler aspect of it, right? Um, to me, like when you actually look at actual pictures of it, and one of the podcasts I actually listened to was uh, the Fighter and the Kid, uh, comedian Brendan Shop. He actually went there like when he was on tour with his comedy, 
And he was like, yeah, man, I checked out the Pizzagate place, Comet Ping Pong. And he goes like, oh, this is the fucking hipster hangout. Like, yeah, this yeah. isn't like Chuck E. Cheese. Like how, you know, yeah, all the, one too. Uh-huh. yeah, there's like where all the right wing people, you know, want you to believe. Like he goes, no, this is like, you know, like there's fucking awesome food here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then like, you know, you get to look at some cool art. And then obviously you have like fucking DC hipsters playing ping pong. I mean, you've been to Portland, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've known people, you know, that went to Austin, you know, these places where it's like, keep Portland weird, keep Austin weird. Even downtown Bakersfield is like that too. Like where you just have like random, oh, we're going to play ping pong and eat fucking uh, gourmet pizza. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, there's such a Pay hipster way too thing. much for it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. So to me, that's where I land on it. But to tie this into the whole narrative. Yeah. Anthony Weiner and John Podesta, we're going to have some kind of campaign meeting there at Comet Ping Pong. And that's how Comet Ping Pong came into the fold on this yeah i don't even know where the other one best of pizza comes into it dude, I the best of pizza was like dude i feel so bad for those guys because yeah. mm-hmm. a lot of what they get tied into is like they're down the street from them and their logo is questionable and we talked about their the mm. symbolism it's two slices of pizza yeah, yeah it's literally two slices of pizza mm. and like people will say like that's the symbol for man lover of child or something like mm. that and it's just like dude it looks like two pizzas yeah. like and then, too, like, remember I was saying with John Elephantis' boyfriend at the time, he had, like, this new go- news organization. I guess its logo, too, was, like, some kind of pedophilia logo. And to your point, you were talking about it before we started recording. You know, a lot of corporations and a lot of bands, like, I'll let you uh, Lincoln talk- Park. Yeah, Lincoln Park. Um, they use stuff like MSN, like that little butterfly logo. Like, they were, like, you can construe that to be, like, a pedophile thing or America Online. Like, mm-hmm. you, anything, anything with, like, triangle or, you know, similar symbols. Yeah. Um, that can be construed, misconstrued. And if you own a pizza place, of course you're going to use fucking triangles yeah. because that's what yeah. a slice of pizza looks like. Yeah. Even, like, I was seeing some – this is where it starts getting really weird because I started seeing, like – Kanye West was about to expose the truth about Pizzagate and that's why he went to the hospital and like mm-hmm. all this stuff. And it's like Kanye West. Michael Jackson was one of the conspiracies too that like that oh, he just, actually was going to expose because uh, the conspiracy is that Michael Jackson was actually, you know, one of the earliest uh, children that was being passed around, you know, in these uh, pedophile rings and went on. That's why he had all his problems and fucked upness, which probably could have happened. It could have. See, I do believe that there's definitely pedophiles. I'm sure in mm-hmm. the music industry, there's pedophiles. I'm oh, sure yeah. in politics, yeah. there's pedophiles. I'm sure at all of our employers, there's got to be. A, we were at the Target. I'm pretty sure we worked with at least five pedophiles. There. Yeah. Like, <laughs> there's the actually more, the more money you have, the more likely you are to get away with it for a long period of time. Yeah. Because you can buy your own island and. Yeah. And like Epstein. Yeah, yeah. You can just buy. <laughs> yeah. The, the, I don't know, have we talked about the, there was one email that really stands out that everybody uh, talks about. The one where they name kids oh, and, hanging no. out, and hanging out with them oh, in no. the pool. Oh, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So the quote is, Ruby Emerson, Mave Luzato, 11, 9, and almost 7. So you'll have some further entertainment and they will be in the pool for sure. They're they're talking about some kids that are going to go to yeah. the party. That was that's, a really weird email. Yeah, that's the that's can't the weirdest. That that's, that's the <laughs> I, I agree. I can't. One. And I even thought about it too. Like you know, like I have a niece and a nephew or whatever. And if like we had a party and there was like a pool party, why would I name it out like that? Like why would we be like ages this this and that? And then here are the kids' name and like they're almost like why would I do it like that? Like it's just so weird and creepy yeah, to and me, like it sounded like if you're 15 or 16. And your parents are going to let you go to a party and you're texting your friend that like these girls are going to be there or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like you're like giddy about it. It's, and, it was weird. And they're going to be in the pool or something. Yeah. Like, that's yeah. the one that's like, ooh. That was like, a really weird one. Let me ask you this. Did, because um, w- was this to Wiener or who was this to? Uh, ooh, uh, I don't question. think that one was to Wiener. Um, no. 
because what I was thinking too is like, because I'm trying to live in both worlds here. Like, yeah, that's super creepy. And that's some, some child oh, porn. Oh, sorry. It was Suzanne Sandler to John Podesta, I think. And okay. I, don't, I don't know who Suzanne Sandler is, but. Does Su- so Suzanne's Suzanne was. in a lot of them. She must yeah, be an eight or something. Yeah. She was the one emailing John then, right? Yes. Okay. Does John have like children? Because I could see that as well. Like, it's like, oh, okay, like here's some kids here for your kids to yeah, play with. Yeah, no, that Cause that could, could be a possibility. Be. I mean, I'm just throwing out um, some possibilities here because everything that, you know, I keep seeing with, you know, this conspiracy is that a lot of this can be easily explained. Yeah. So just like, you know, like, Hey, dinner or pizza. Yeah. And to me, that was the weirdest one that would I couldn't it, really explain. And that's out of 33,000 emails. So, <laughs> which um, is, yeah. yeah, it is super it, creepy. Yeah. Yeah. When you single that out and you, you, you live in that world, that is super creepy. I do want to give a quick shout out to WikiLeaks, the website. It is super easy to find all this information. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's one of the easiest websites I've ever used. So shout out to them, whoever is running this website. <laughs> well, it's not Julian Assange anymore. I'll tell you that. <laughs> now they have all our search results. They, they know what we're looking at. Anyway, so again, like I said, in November, you know, this story was posted directly to all these alt-right sites, claiming also, too, that the FBI um, raided Hillary and Podesta and, you know, they found this huge pedo ring and both of them are going to be, you know, arrested, which, you know, it's 2019 now. This was three years ago, almost four. And, you know, none of that has happened, you know, at all. <laughs> is this when people were like, show us the emails like for Hillary? Mm-hmm. Is that Lock what, is that, was, what that was behind this whole thing? Because mm-hmm. at the time I didn't know that there was like a whole Pizzagate thing behind. And I know too, she, her emails, like, I guess I, I, I can't part. Or put that all that together right now but i guess something happened with her emails too like she was putting sensitive emails like on her own private server or whatnot which you know as a government employee you're not supposed to do like you know there's sensitive information that can't be put like on your american online account you know so i guess she was doing that but uh, i when i looked that up once i was just like oh that's just like an old lady just not knowing how to use her email like that's she, she really should know better though that that is kind of yeah. weird i yeah. do agree that she sh- I don't think it's just some old lady. Like, you're running for president. Yeah. Like, you have, like, 30 people around you at all times. But then again, look at the president we have right now. So Yeah, but he's kind of doing whatever he wants. Like, he that's his whole gimmick now mm-hmm. at this point. You know, like, it would be like Shaq's gimmick was, like, I'm going to act a fool and be in movies. Like, mm-hmm. that was his gimmick. You know what, though? I thought so, too. But with that documentary we were talking about, that one uh, about the election meddling. Uh-huh. Uh, you just named it. What was it? Uh, the Great On, Hack. Yeah, yeah. They were saying that, the, what is it, the lock her up or whatever? That was like a carefully like crafted thing uh-huh. by that company or whatever. So it seems like he's doing whatever he's doing, but sometimes it seems almost calculated because it works mm, so well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I still think he has really like 30 well. people around him yeah. telling him like, this is what you got to do. Because I was watching the documentary. I'm thinking this whole time I thought he came up with lock her up. It's three words, mm-hmm. you know, but even that stupid little saying was like carefully crafted yeah. mm-hmm. and it caught on like perfectly yeah. like genius has made that. Oh yeah. There was you know? people like helping him like yeah. right and left. And that was part of like the Russia investigation. I guess there was a whole thing where like they went to Trump tower. Hey, we got some stuff on Hillary. Do you want to use it? Ha ha. Even though this is illegal. So, I mean, yeah, this was, this was a big thing at this time. I wonder know? how prevalent that is. You would think that would happen in every campaign. You would think like, like I, I think it does happen in every yeah, campaign, but it's just like, I remember when John Kerry was running for president, they released like that dumb picture of him in a spacesuit, and they were like posting it everywhere just to make him look stupid. Mm. Who's the, or, 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 or John Dean or whatever. Yeah, yeah. The, yeah, like things like that. Like, <laughs> like when the minute you slip up, it's it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, you're you're magnified two thousand fold. Yeah, yeah. So, 
But anyways, um, this really started to take off like when this was posted on right-wing sites and people that were reading this sites like Alex Jones, you know, and his, his info words. Uh, David Seaman was actually the guy that you I was You did that and your dog started barking. They like the word Seaman. Oh, I thought they liked the word Alex Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Sparks a response. Uh, David Seaman, he was actually the guy that was on the higher side chat. So that, that was the reporter. Oh, okay. And he presented himself as like, oh, yeah, I worked for, you know, all these major corporations. And then when I did some research on him, he worked for like, you know, Fox 58, like some no, like local, like rinky dink, you know, yeah. news site. So it wasn't anything big like he was talking about. Um, he, you know, started going on podcasts and whatnot and talking about, you know, his research on it. Um, this one made me laugh hysterically. Andrew Bogut. The center oh, for what the heck for the uh, Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors. I guess he was like super into it and was posting about this on his Twitter and whatnot before you know Stephen Curry told yeah. him to stop, shut the fuck up. And there was a crazy um, theory on him as well. I guess like every time like he got injured because he's I don't know if you watch basketball. No, or not. no. Um, he, he'd get like injured a whole fucking lot. I mean, mind you, this guy's like seven foot he's two. He's queuing on. Yeah. <laughs> Every time he would get injured, that would be Hillary sending like a hitman, kind of like the Tanya <laughs> Hardy thing. <laughs> to hit him in the leg or yeah, something hit him with like, the baseball bat. There's actual fucking video national evidence of him fucking landing wrong on his knee or yeah. fucking shit up, dude. He was a first overall pick, man. Can you believe that? Yeah, That's I know. Nuts. He's also a Trump supporter. Huge. Um, there was that one baseball player, the pitcher for the oh. Boston Red Sox. I can't remember his name. Yeah, yeah. Um, he has a video Mr. Game. Bloody Sock. I don't remember his name. Yeah, it's, it escapes me right now. It's right there on the tip of my tongue. I'm sorry, listeners. Um, also, Marcus Person, uh, the guy that invented uh, Minecraft, like he was spreading this as well. Um, what do you think the odds are of this being actually crafted by the Democratic Party to take eyes away from the actual meddling they were doing in their own party like kind of screwing bernie over and stuff because when you look into it we all agree like i wanted to come in here and like argue that this was real or something but we all agree that it's kind of bullshit Mm -hmm. but then it did kind of take everybody's mind away from how bernie got screwed over by hillary like you know she screwed him bad and that was in the emails she shot herself in her own foot yeah yeah and so so it's almost like convenient that this stuff came out right when bernie was saying like show us those transcripts show us what you're saying for hundreds of thousand dollars to you know these these big corporations and stuff that people would have hated that stuff if that came out like people don't like it is possible because one of the emails i read you know from hillary's side of it is she wanted to run against donald trump she wanted to make him look like a fool you know which we kind of i mean kind of all easy to do yeah Yeah. it's kind of easy to do but ended up back you know that shooting in her foot um because you know she had to go up against you know somebody more articulate and whatnot like because she was a really unlikable candidate as well yes um and you're right. You know, she did fuck over Bernie. You know, yeah, she fucked him over, and I feel like he would have done better. He would have been the opposite of. Trump. I agree. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He had People, the hype behind yeah. him. He had the youth behind like, him. And like, like just how just just like Trump had a section of you know like everyday America or whatever Bernie would have had the other half of everyday America yeah and a lot of people and, were pissed off about that yeah. that Hillary you know fucked you know and yes. the Democratic Party fucked over Bernie yeah. that they actually voted for Trump so like you were saying yeah, yeah this kind of probably, fucked the whole election up yeah yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. It's so sad, actually. I remember Harambe was getting boats around this time period. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's yeah, true, yeah. Because yeah. Harambe had just passed away. By the way, shout out Harambe. He's making a comeback on those uh, Area 51 memes oh, <laughs> out there. Yeah. I don't watch them. Trying to get starting to stay off the grid at the moment. Oh, okay. Yeah. Grizzly Adams over here. <laughs> <laughs> Where else, what else you got? Because I'm, I'm starting to get into more of the, like, 
my well, thoughts and opinion type of thing. Also, too, like right before the election, because I was an election on November fourth or whatnot. Yeah, yeah. So right before the election, I guess that countries, right. countries in the Czech Republic, Vietnam, um, and those shady, you know, Eastern European countries, they were mass tweeting out, you know, this Pizzagate conspiracy as well. So this was, like you said, something that was well crafted and well organized. All right, so. This is getting into the, do you think Russia has information on Trump to, like, play him like a puppet? Oh, like the PP tapes? I, exactly, like the PP tapes. I, I honestly, the more I think about it, I didn't know that. If that's true, then in my mind, it is almost confirmed that yeah. Russia has information. He, that, yeah, I, I think it's always like that, just like we saw with Epstein right now. Yeah. I think it's a circle of having information on people. And that Blackmail. information is super valuable mm-hmm. to the point where... Yeah, if you're fucking kids, that's probably the most valuable type of information they could have on you. Mm-hmm. And that's why he killed himself or whatever yeah. he did. So, yeah, it's super likely that they have something on Trump. I think they definitely have yeah. something on Trump. Now, I didn't know that. If that's true, then I almost, in my heart, I have it confirmed. As much as I don't believe in the, the moon landing, I also don't believe that Russia had nothing to do with the election. Like They definitely did. I mean, there's people, like you said, that, that though the people that hacked into Podesta's emails, those were from Russia. Like, yeah. if they weren't affiliated with the government they had they were located in mother russia so i mean this th- these are facts these but, are actual facts but where does it because all i saw was assange saying that that wasn't true so they, where like where are the the fbi the, cia that's why oh, like a lot of that? yeah that's oh. why like the um like your you know you know super alt-right people they'll try to discredit you know the intelligence agency because you even remember during the debates with Hillary and Trump, she was talking about this like, "Hey, Russia has hacked into you know we got evidence from the FBI, you know that is showing favorable information to Trump, you know spreading disinformation." Like that was something that was being said during the debates, and then Trump will talk about Hillary wants to rip the baby straight out of the uterus, like she supports abortion, and that's all it takes for somebody like on the right wing, like oh that baby killer. And Hillary's like, no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying, yeah, we have a foreign government hacking into our emails. Who knows what they're doing to you know everyday citizens? You know, so this this is something that was actually happening, and um, to go along with that point as well, with you know that's all you have to say, you know, to you know those super right-wing people december 4th um that's when that gunman you know we, we just went into went into the pizza place yeah went into comet ping pong and you know he was trying to break out people out or break children out of the cages of the basement yeah, yeah, yeah. of comet ping pong and um when he finally got in there i mean he's on record as saying like i didn't see any of that <laughs> you know yeah. what i'm saying there wasn't even a basement there <laughs> wasn't know? there also a guy that went into like the hoover dam or some something like that and he like um he like made him close it all down because like he was threatening to blow up the hoover dam and then oh, really like, yeah and like uh, it was yeah it was the hoover dam and so like he drove a truck up there and he posted all these things on his truck that said like pizza gate and all this stuff like that and oh wow and then they closed it all down they arrested him and then like you know i don't know what happened to him after that i assume he's still in prison for shutting down the hoover <laughs> dam but terrorism yeah what was that when it must have been around the same time period oh. let me look it up while you guys talk yeah <laughs> i'm glad you brought up um epstein though what was his first name his name escapes me. jeffrey jeffrey, jeffrey epstein yeah, yeah. Jeffrey. that was a weird one too because a lot of videos like i would watch about pizzagate it would affiliate you know with yeah. real stuff that's going on with like the catholic church you know hollywood there's a huge ring in hollywood there's a documentary that i was talking about a with couple that, months that ago. cult right yeah the that, open it's called open secret and well what's the uh the nexium cult yes is, isn't that the one where they're brian singer the guy that directed x-men 
I think so. That's what I you're talking so. about? I think so. Yeah, and, like, there's real shit going on yeah. out there. Like, you would see stuff, too. Um, what's I the, mean, the Epstein stuff is so freaky because even just the stuff they tell you on mainstream news mm-hmm. sounds like a horror movie. Yeah. I mean, he had some weird temple in his backyard with dungeons Epstein underneath did? it. Yeah, with dungeons underneath it. And this is like main, like this is like CNN. This isn't like, yeah, no, you I, know, conspiracytheory.com or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean, he had, I don't know what, some sort of domed temple in his backyard with yeah. a torture chamber underneath it. Yeah, like, what the that's hell? creepy. And, and in New, New Mexico, he, Santa Fe, yeah. Yeah, he was saying that he wanted to do some like Genghis Khan type shit, like impregnate so many women that a certain percentage of the world would have his genetics. Same. Oh, like God. that's like that's so like some genius con shit, and that's like, and that's just what we know of. That's why I was saying, like, I think before we started that they keep showing these like sixteen-year-old girls or whatever, like you know, like almost adultish age. Like, I wonder the the truth is there's probably like you know eight-year-olds and yeah. like, like little little kids. Because well, I'm pretty sure if, in that island, we did we talk about this on the air or before? No, no. Uh, so yeah, I'm pretty before. sure that island that he had was like that's where the most illegal shit yeah. was going on. What do you think about those flight logs? Oh, with those oh like, because, yeah, because what I was seeing and reading was that after september 11th the security on private airplanes was more stringent in terms of you had to kind of yeah like keep logs of who went on there and uh they they talk about a lot of secret service agents but the one guy that i i think is semi-legit is dan bongino and he was talking about how uh Bill Clinton would ditch his Secret Service to go to that mm-hmm. island because twenty six times. Yeah, you know, just like you know, cops or whatever. There's, you know, some of them just want to do their damn job and like protect the president. And they're like, I don't, we don't, we're not going to go to Pedophile Island or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so I guess instead of, you know, killing him or whatever, he just started ditching his Secret Service. And I guess that that reflects in the flight logs. Mm-hmm. Well, even if, who's the dude, the the Patriots owner? Oh, Robert Kraft. Robert Kraft, who just got arrested recently for mm-hmm. going to those massage parlors in, like, Jupiter, Florida, some, like, crappy little town in Florida. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure, like, you know, apparently there were some big names also, like, that were on the list of people that visited that massage parlor. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty sure they're not just going to a massage parlor. I'm yeah, sure that's the easy access one, unless you want to go to the pedophile island or whatever. Well, ha- have, you, have you seen some of the big names that were going to the pedophile island? No. Like... Uh, Rat them out. And, 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 <laughs> and this is, like, super, like, little, little bit of research, because I was more on Pizzagate. I didn't yeah. want to get, like, no, yeah, scatterbrained, yeah. Uh-huh. but since we're on it, there was... Uh, okay, let's see, let's see. The guy who owns Victoria's Secret. Oh, wow. Oh, that already uh, sounds pedophile as fuck. Yeah, yeah. Dude, where is it? All right, Epstein. So I guess his, um, what's that called? When a woman pimps out other women, a madame. Oh, yeah. I guess his madame was Jeslyn Jeslyn Maxwell, She had that girl that he would order her to bring her like 20 more each day or something. she was like as bad as all them. And so I guess- Heidi Fleiss, yeah. Basically, right? Yeah. Who's like ruthless, ruthless. And her dad, Robert Maxwell- was uh deep in like Mossad, like Israeli intelligence type shit. Whoa. So I guess when he died or was killed or whatever, they had a state uh burial for him in mm-hmm. Israel. And I guess uh what's his name? Netanyahu was saying that the service that he provided for the state of Israel would never be known. And that was like said at his funeral. Whoa. And so his daughter was basically the madame for Epstein. Oh. And so that leads into the freakiest of the conspiracy theories that I've gotten into on these yeah, little yeah. tangents was that this island was basically a, how do you say it? Like a place where they would collect info on, you know how we were talking about 
uh, blackmail mm-hmm. type stuff mm-hmm. and how the best currency for blackmail is like fucking kids. It used to be like if they found out you were homosexual in any way, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that yeah, yeah, would yeah. that would like exclude you for anything from anything. You know what I mean? But that's like kind of normal now and stuff. So the theory is that this island wasn't just where people went to have fun. It was more of a deep type blackmail island mm-hmm. where they would collect info and that even the children were trained to collect info on people. And that actually... Uh, Kind of like uh, uh, Varys from Game of Thrones, his, uh, his birds. I was thinking of like Oranishi from, from Kill Bill. Oh, yeah. You know, she becomes like that child assassin or whatever. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, so, 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 so that's basically what they were saying about that island. It was that uh, it was a really, really convenient way to collect intel, basically. Mm-hmm. And what they were pinning it on was Mossad, like basically mm. like Israeli CIA type stuff. Wow. Yeah. And I guess that was the connection was that Ghislaine Maxwell was his madame mm-hmm. and that her her dad was deep in with that stuff. And this ties into what you were talking to with like what does, does Trump have some or does Russia have some information on Trump? Because Trump was like this, like tight yeah. with Epstein up until like they got into a spat over some uh, billion dollar <laughs> mansion that they were both bidding on at the time in Florida. Uh, but yeah, Mar-a-Lago and all that. This is all just by Robert Kraft's place, yeah. you know, it, that that little massage part. Yeah. All this is happening in Florida. And then, you know, you go to the uh, uh, U.S. Virgin Islands where this pedo island yeah. is at. Trump is on those logs as well. Clinton is on those logs. So there's no po- political leaning to this. Like you have just money. Yeah, just money. Yeah. And that's what that's what strikes me odd as well, is that when you look at Pizzagate, it's a conspiracy against, you know, you know, the left basically in yeah. the democratic party it's very clearly like but yeah. when you look at the overall picture of it like there's no political leaning of it you have you know trump who was very i mean there's video of him you know hanging out and partying with you know epstein and he was even quoted as saying that oh yeah you know he, he likes beautiful women or something like mm-hmm. that right yeah. and a lot of them tend to be like on the uh, the yeah, young yeah, side yeah. or whatever and he goes oh yeah and i guess one of uh, epstein's neighbors would talk about yeah trump would always be there you know like till like four or five in the morning and he would always have like six or seven girls not women girls yeah. on his arm so i mean obviously yeah he had the, somehow some way this all has to be tied in with like russia and whatnot and both of them both epstein and trump they both have you know business dealings with people in um in uh russia and also to one of the podestas as well their their hands are dirty as well uh, i believe tony the oldest one i guess he got some kind of um, indictment for having some shady business dealings with some people in the Czech Republic that were Putin sympathizers. Czech Republic keeps coming up Mm -hmm. this episode. Hmm. Yeah, so it's weird because, like, this is so politically driven, but when you look at, you know, the the scale of justice, it seems to be equal on both sides. Oh yeah, I don't think either side gets gets away mm-hmm. with this no, one. Yeah, es- especially when you get into Epstein, it yeah. really seems like it's just a global elite thing. It's and not, it, it's not like a Democrat or a Republican thing. And I think that whole blackmail thing has a lot to do with it, where it's just like, well, we have information on both people, yeah. but we're going to shine light on just one side to get our guy in because we also have some shit on him, whether it be with Epstein stuff or with Russia stuff with Trump. And they'll be like, hey, you know, every time Putin meets with uh, Trump, they're going to be like, hey, if you want to buck me, I got all this information that will destroy you and your family. And that's why I want to look more into the different uh, intelligence agencies that had something to do with that island, Mm -hmm. because it seems it seems that like Saudi Arabia and Israel like to work together on these type of things. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. It's it seems like they like to, you know, have as many countries as they can kind of by the balls. 
Mm-hmm. And it seems like this island is one of those things. Oh, yeah, It definitely. really seems like this island is one of those things. So I want to look more into that. Oh, that's not a, really pizza gate related. But yeah, yeah no. that, that, that Well, was, I think in a weird way, it's like yeah. once it expands into like this yeah. giant like mm-hmm. pedophile blackmail thing. Yeah, I, I agree. It's probably it's some type of blackmail. Dude, I'm surprised like like Putin seems to be like a big mastermind of this whole thing. Like obviously he worked for what was what's the Russian KGB. KGB. Yeah, yeah, he worked for the KGB. So I assume he he learned a lot of things and how to do things in like this very like secretive shady way of like he rides horses shirtless dude yeah. <laughs> he does Bears. judo he does yeah. judo seminars <laughs> yeah dude that's bad it's kind of uh, badass he, he's pretty badass dude. yeah i want to wrestle him um <laughs> not shirtless hey, what's though. that have you seen that picture of him where he's grab who's he grabbing by the tie like he's talking to is it like another is world it, leader is it trump it, i don't know don't i don't know i think it might be trump but he's grabbing him by the tie and he's like whispering something in his ear like oh, in the man. most disrespectful way possible <laughs> he doesn't give a shit yeah <laughs> That's gangster. Yeah, that's, that's literally gangster. gangster. It's pretty right gangster. There, I, yeah. I don't want to talk too much shit about Russians. So no, I wake no. up dead tomorrow, <laughs> <laughs> or not wake up. Art committed suicide again. <laughs> no, <laughs> Art moved to Siberia. <laughs> <laughs> but it ties in. Okay, like ties into the last episode we did with Area Fifty One, where it's just like we think we thought the Cold War ended, but it never really went away. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Those feelings. They didn't just disappear yeah, overnight. Yeah, you got basically two alpha countries or whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. just kind of fighting for global dominance. Mm-hmm. It's never going to end, really. Yeah. I mean, blackmail is a new way of, like, war, you yeah. know? Like, mm-hmm. why kill people when you can just blackmail one person and get your way? Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, especially, too, like, when you can influence um, a society, you know, to do to vote one way, to have all this passion, and to separate America. Because I remember before 9-11, you know, it, yeah, you had your Democrat people that voted Democrat, people that voted Republican, but it wasn't like, you know, like a football game, you know, where you have Raider fans and you know Forty Nine er fans or whatnot, where it was like that passion, like you're yeah. ready to kill somebody. You still for were this. all Americans. Yeah, it was just like, oh, okay, you feel that way? Oh, that sucks, but ah, uh, whatever. It, like, let's go get some Taco Bell. Let's go get some pizza. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah. I'm saying? Like, it was still cool. And then it seems like after nine eleven, like that's when you started to see like that fracture in society. And you got to think like, okay, it was this all calculated, you know, mm. was this because we were, you know, after 9-11 happened, you know, we were united as one. We were all waving flags and, and whatnot. the Patriot Act where they were starting to take away your, you know, mm-hmm. you know your privacy and uh-huh. stuff slowly, slowly. I, d- I do think that that's also when news started becoming more reality TV based. Yeah. And it started to have that vibe of like an agenda. Y- you know how I was talking to you about like that whole like I hate Stephen A. Smith and that whole like sitting around a desk arguing two points that are both very extreme. When the reality, reality, it's maybe it's in the middle somewhere, and mm-hmm. like, I feel like that's what the news it sells, like that whole like reality TV of having these two guys arguing, and like this is why they're wrong, and at the end nothing gets accomplished, and nothing's, you know, maybe now you have two more extreme sides that hate each other more, you know, like yeah, now fractured, and yeah, it's, it's leaked into politics now mm-hmm. because you got nationalist versus you know, Antifa types now. And that's all you see in the news. Mm-hmm. And when like, in reality, it, it, that's not what it that's is. That's not your next door neighbor. Well, it's, it it's could be, in, Baker, yeah. in Bakersfield, it's some people. <laughs> yeah. But but generally, like the people you meet on the street and stuff, everybody just wants to be, everybody just wants to make a living. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah, you're right. Like in the news, that's all you're seeing now is, yeah. is, is hard left versus hard right. Yeah. And then w- the reality of it is, is like, like you said, yeah, Bakersfield is a bad example. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah. like, yeah, you always, I, always I, I love like listening to comedians, you know, talk about, you know, their life on the road and whatnot. And, you know, Whitney Cummings, you know, Joey Diaz, you know, Brendan Schaub, um, you know, they talk about that. Like you hear, you know, like they've divorced themselves from all, you know, mainstream media. 
and because you know they just want to ha- go into a place you know like a kentucky or whatever with you know a, a fresh slate basically and then you know like you know that these people they all voted for trump and whatnot right but you don't want that to supersede your opinion about these people. They're still good people. And I feel like Pizzagate, that's what this was doing. It was trying to say that, okay, if you're a leftist, you're unpatriotic, and you like to fucking rape children. Yeah, yeah. You know, Because when you go into, like, like I actually did, I went to you know, a lot of these um, you know, alt-right or extreme-right sites. And you know, just you're this, on so many terrorists. Like, I know I am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still getting hate from fucking that dark web. Dude, your phone is tapped, man. Oh, yeah. Um, and no, they all feel like that. And like one of the guys, he put like a, um, what is it called? Uh, when like each, like it, it said Democrats and then each letter from each one of the words like spelled oh, something. Like you, do in fir- like you do in first grade. Right? Yeah. yeah. And it was like <laughs> D stands for demonizing yeah. children. And then E stands for eternally um, molesting, <laughs> you know. And it's just like a lizard people and all that. Like they just like every person that votes left is, you know, a, a child rapist and all this because of the situation where you had bots, you know, trying to influence an election. Yeah. And look what it might end up in. And sometimes it seems like it might end up in a fucking civil war. Yeah, the exactly, right? With the way that, I mean, imagine if Russia manipulated us so much that we hated each other so much that there was a civil war. Mm-hmm. It all, all from some fucking, like, With the Facebook amount of, like, mass shootings that we've had, dude, I wouldn't be surprised yeah, if, like, yeah, something yeah. like that happened. And that's where, too, like, with the mass shootings and stuff, like, because, yeah, there was a shooter that it could have amounted, this all could have amounted to a mass shooting. Fortunately, mm-hmm. that guy who shot the rounds off, he didn't hit nobody. But, you know, this all could have amounted to a mass shooting. Like, it fucks with people who are on, you know, special, you know, medications for the, their mental condition. That's a big thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the medicines and stuff like that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then if they have access to a weapon, and they're on medicine, and they've been watching too much YouTube, mm-hmm. it's, a, it's, like a, it's like a soup for a mass killer, you know? Yeah, yeah all they the all right ingredients to get some... All these people yeah. lived in an echo chamber, you know, the, the Las Vegas shooter. Like, all these people, they live, like, in these echo chambers where it's just, like, they get just one narrative and like we talked about it like with music i believe last year like when we were doing our year in review i was i was of the the opinion i was like man music sucks right now and then art he was like he was just like saying like no <laughs> like music is actually really good it's been it's never been better and then the conclusion we kind of <laughs> came to was just like whoa like there's these different places in the internet it's not like we're all just getting mtv you know and that's what we're basing our opinion on music on anymore it's just like whoa we have all these sections of this vast universe called the internet where it's just like okay you can live in this echo chamber where all i listen to is billy eilish and you know uh, this or whatnot and you might dig that but then you're like you're totally ignoring what's going on in rap which i kind of yeah. think rap's kind of shitty right now but you might have this guy that's listening to like all this like badass like extreme metal over here and he's like no music's awesome right now where it's like there's no um nobody pulling all of this uh, music together and exposing you to everything so everybody it's like politics everybody's kind of living in their own separate echo yes. chamber right I, now. I do think you know music is a good analogy because with music you know you have the internet you have the capability of via apple music just go find it like mm-hmm. if it looks interesting go find it could be old it could be new mm-hmm. whatever you can listen to billy eilish in one minute and then listen to the beatles the next minute and then exactly yeah. and so it's it's always there like music's always there but same thing with politics like it's so easy to just be like well Music stopped being good in 2002, so I'm not going to listen to anything after that. Yeah. But, and then that you could be like that with politics as well. Like, you know, like, I talk to my coworker all the time because we talk politics. I'm like, dude, you don't, just because you're a Republican doesn't mean you have to support Trump. Correct. Like, you could also be, like, one of those Republicans, like, rethinking, like, I, I don't, I don't support everything that, like, the, 
I don't want to say Democrats because I wouldn't like really think of myself as a Democrat, but um, shout out to the Green Party. But um, <laughs> like I always think that um, like you know I I don't just support everything like blindly like Hillary Clinton if Hillary Clinton was the the front runner or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I wouldn't just support what Hillary Clinton's doing or yeah. something like that. Yeah. Although I do support a lot of what Bernie does. I would think Bernie Bernie could run a Green Party if he wanted to and do well. Yeah, there's a lot of people on the right that I mean. Jesus, he was talking about as well. Like he likes a lot of stuff that Bernie was talking about, and he's one of our you know guests has been on. I mean, he's hard right, you know, and he talks about like yeah, I like what he had to say about that. A lot of coworkers I have as well that are super like you know tribal Republican. It's just like wow, I like that a lot. Even with my mom, who's like was like ardent like fucking Republican, she looks at uh, Trump and she looks at Bernie Sanders. She's like. Pfft. Yeah, by and far. Like Especially, would, like you said, she's religious, right? Yeah. So it, it's hard for me to believe, like, a religious person would like Trump, right? That's exactly. exactly. You know what I mean? So, exactly. So that, that's, what, that's what confused me when he won, is you saw a lot of really religious people when he, when he before he got the nomination to be the Republican candidate, they were against him because of his womanizing, and he, he he's not, like, a Christian yeah. dude or whatever he no, claims he is, No, not right? at all, yeah. But then after he was elected, they kind of took a lot of people on that side kind of took this stance where they're like well he's he's still better than the democrat but it's like I mean, you were just saying that he's a womanizer and all yeah. these all these like unchristian things or, or any religion you know but awesome thing that you said there because it's like that those same people fucking hated bill clinton but he's on the same fucking so, flight yeah, logs yeah, 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 as yeah. fucking they're going to the same Trump. party yep, <laughs> yeah yep. they're all going to the, the same, same yeah different sides of the same coin yeah. and that's what that, that's what i can't stand about society right now i know we're supposed to be pizza gate but it's just like call a spade a spade you know what i'm right. saying like if someone's right. an asshole like just call them out on it you know it doesn't matter if like they're on the dallas we're in dallas cowboys stuff right now you know what i'm saying like the stuff with ezekiel elliott that's going on i'm just like motherfucker get it together bro like yeah just because you're a dallas cowboy doesn't mean you i have to like ride and die for you but but, but but that's why i think the mainstream news and mainstream stuff is dying and podcasts and stuff like this are growing because you know the first time you turn on a podcast like this i remember the first time i turned on you know, the podcasts that I listen to, the, a lot of them, and you just think, wow, there's more people that think like me where they mm-hmm. think, okay, some socialist issues are super important. Some mm-hmm. Republican issues are super important. There's no black and white to any issue, really. Correct, yeah. And and you start listening to a normal guy or normal people talk about things, and you're like, oh, okay, this is the way the world is. Mm-hmm. It's not a Fox News or CNN uh, kind of dichotomy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's Which will know. fuck your mind yeah, up. Yeah, it's not Raiders versus Cowboys or whatever all the time. Yeah. It's just <laughs> normal people. Yeah. And so, I remember our first episode, it was called Pinche Trump. Um, I don't recommend <laughs> listening to it because... It's I, bad. I feel, I mean, quality-wise it's bad, but not only that, but I feel like we're, we're guilty of being in this echo chamber. I still agree with a lot of stuff that we were saying during that time, but at the same time, it's just like, whoa, we're not acknowledging the other side of it. You know what I'm saying? There's some good people that, you know, vote right. I remember when, yeah, when, he be- when he ran, when he ran, when he became president, the day he was elected, I remember I was talking to this guy at work. He was an older guy. He was probably like in his 60s, 70s. And he was telling me he voted for Trump on simply because he was going to support, like, gun rights. Mm-hmm. And he was a big NRA guy. And he was like, that's basically why I voted for him because... I don't want anything to happen to my gun. I want to be able to keep my guns, and and that's why I voted for Trump. He's probably super disappointed right now, though. <laughs> yeah. Because in terms of Republicans, Trump is really bad on gun stuff. Yeah. Yeah. That Trump, bump stock Trump, shit, yeah. Trump is very, very... Uh, I'm not going to say anti-NRA, but I know like hardcore gun people are uh-huh. very disappointed in him at this time because you can tell he doesn't, he's not from that background. Like we were saying, you can tell he's not from like a Christian background. Exactly. Or he just plays the role. And it's the same thing with guns. You can just tell that 
you know, some advisor told them like, oh, it won't be a big deal if you ban this. But the hardcore base, like your friend you're talking about, sorry yeah. to interrupt. No. But uh, you can tell that guys like him are now this far into his presidency disappointed at his at his gun stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I wouldn't be more. I wouldn't be surprised if he was. Yeah, there. ask him. Yeah. I wonder. Yeah. 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 And not only that, too, like a lot of people were just like, oh, I voted for him because, you know, he's against abortion, even though he's made his wife and girlfriends have abortion. No shit. Is yeah. that real? No, that's for real. That's fact. Wow. Yeah. But just the fact that he went up there and said, like, no, I'm against all abortions. That's a bad Trump uh, impersonation. But <laughs> that's that, not like Bill Clinton. Yeah. Well, hey, he's the same same guy, I guess. But, um, yeah, I mean, that that's all it takes. You just got to say that one thing, and then that's all they care about, you know. But Hillary's was a little bit more complex. Like, yeah, I support, um, you know, freedom of choice, but da-da-da-da-da-da. They're not hearing the da-da-da-da-da-da, the more complex answer. They're just like, hey, man, I got, I got to drop the kids off at daycare or whatever. Oh, this guy, he's... He's against abortion. That I'm against abortion as well. I'm a that's who I'm a vote for. Well, with Hillary, you had people because like like you know with Trump, you had people like I just want my guns or I just want this or that. With Hillary, you had people that were like we just need a woman in there, which makes no sense. Yeah, at all. yeah. You know what I mean? Shoehorning. Yeah, yeah. I mean that makes no sense just to be blatantly sexist and be like, oh, well, it's a woman's turn. What? what? I mean, maybe it is, but who's there's plenty of women out there. You know? Yeah, it's like, better choices. And she yeah. wasn't even that's, like big on women's rights anyway. No. <laughs> so it was like, no. yeah. I always, I always use this analogy um, where it's just like in 2016 we were giving two plates of food to choose from. You know, one was a plate of just literal dog shit mm. and the other one was Arby's. Arby's, yeah. yeah. Everybody <laughs> hates Arby's. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, my girlfriend likes Arby's, but besides her, I don't know one person that likes Arby's, but it's just like for dinner, what are you going to choose, bro? Are you going to choose the dog shit or are you going to choose the Arby's, man? You better eat that roast beef, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but if Russia, you know... <laughs> Russia. If they if they persuade you, if they if they got good enough on this, they could say, hey, you know what? This dog shit is rich in um, glucosamine, and it's got you know all the essential That's amino this acids. This dog shit fiber. isn't going to take your guns away. It's not going to yeah. molest your children. Yeah. This Arby's, on the other hand, Bing Rames will come through your TV. They fuck kids. They will fuck kids <laughs> with roast beef. Do you want that? You guys are going to get sued. <laughs> Arby's. <laughs> we're, we're sponsored by Arby's. So, uh, no. <laughs> One day. <laughs> we can only dream. No, maybe tied. I don't know. But <laughs> not Arby's. Uh, but anyways, do you guys ain't got anything else? This was an excellent It was episode. a good episode. I got nothing else. I just, you know, thank you again, Manny, for I coming we, on. Thanks yeah. a lot, man. Yeah. Thanks, yeah, guys. Dude, thanks for having me. That was very yeah. fun. We've had a lot of guests. but First podcast ever. That was great. We're up there with uh Oh, no way. The thanks top. a lot. Yeah. Top guys. I enjoy your guys' podcast. So. <laughs> You're a part of the family. How about that? Oh, thanks a lot. Thanks for putting good stuff out uh, there. Thanks, man. Oh, thank you, man. Shit, this is awesome. So uh, coming back next week? <laughs> whenever. whenever. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but anyways, with that said, everybody, um, shout out again to Fight Back CBD. Um, again, use promo code America at checkout for and 10%. And post pictures of yourself working out. Tag us, tag Fight Back CBD. Use hashtag Fight Back CBD. Uh, so they know you're talking to them and you know you're listening to us. So. And I'll even do a um, an example picture. I'll I'll uh, take a picture of myself at the gym, you know, doing the fucking side biped, <laughs> bicep pose or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so check out Fightback CBD. Um, it's a wonderful company. So, yeah, make sure to tag us in there because I won't know about it. And I'm messaging them all the time. They're messaging, messaging me all the time, and we're both busy, so it's it gets tough. If, if I don't see it, then it didn't happen. Yeah. And then not only that, make sure uh, you check out our podcast on all social media platforms. We are at Art and Jacob Do America on everything except for Twitter. For whatever reason, we're at Art and Jacob Do A1. So apparently we like to do A1 sauce. Like we don't do pizza, but we do A1 sauce. We're sticking our our little 
our little pud in the A1 bottle or whatever, right? But as long as it's not a kid, that's that's okay. But um, you can find us there on Twitter at R and Jacob Do America. Oh, you talking about A1. Um, and then also too, you know, check us out on every podcast app except Stitcher. We don't fuck with Stitcher because they ask for my social security number. I don't fuck around like that. Um, and then also to find us on podbelly.com. That is the official network that we are a part of. If you like our podcast, you'll love some of the other podcasts on there. And if you have your own podcast, hey, submit an application and you might get accepted. Yeah. Tell your mom we boo boo too. Shout out Elizabeth Jackman. Shout out Elizabeth Warren. Shout out to uh, Eric. Shout, <laughs> shout out, out to out Keith. To- shout out to Mr. Sam Sharon for coming on last week. Um, oh, yeah. sorry I missed that episode. That's all good. Uh, man. Shout out to uh, the tea and tarts podcast you guys are great keep doing what you're doing that's all i got matt where can they find you at or am i saying your name? it's not matt yeah right? it's maddie it's spelled a little bit weird m-a-h-d-i oh okay oh that's awesome yeah. actually guess, where can they find you i at? guess if you want to follow me on instagram you can follow me at maddie m-a-h-d-i dot kadri k-a-d-r-i i think it's two eyes at the end you don't have any weird shit on there right you don't tie up children or anything uh I, up I like pizza oh you do i have i have take pictures of all the pizza i eat oh man Ooh. that's gonna <laughs> get flagged yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what's up so with that said <laughs> with that said guys enjoy the show have a good night that's yeah. usually jacob's line but i still yeah fuck it whatever <laughs> enjoy the show everybody good night I'm going to read to you from a statement that's also posted to Infowars.com that I wrote yesterday. One of the persons mentioned in many of the stories in the media was a Washington, D.C. restaurant owner named James Alephantis and his pizza restaurant, Comet Ping Pong. In December of 2016, we disassociated ourselves from the Pizzagate claims and theories, a position we reiterated last month after being contacted by Mr. Alephantis. In late February of 2017, we received a letter from Mr. Alifanis asking that we retract certain statements that he says were made in seven of our broadcasts between the last week of November and the first week of December in 2016. We have attempted through our lawyers to contact Mr. Alifanis to discuss with him what sort of statement he would like to see made. In our commentary about what had become known as Pizzagate, I made comments about Mr. Alifanis that in hindsight, I regret and for which I apologize to him. What became a heightened focus on Mr. Alifanis and Comet Ping Pong by many media outlets was not appropriate. To my knowledge today, neither Mr. Alifanis nor his restaurant, Comet Ping Pong, were involved in any human trafficking as was part of the theories about Pizzagate that were being written about in the media outlets and which we commented upon. I want our viewers and listeners to know that we regret any negative impact our commentaries may have had on Mr. Alifanis, Comet Ping Pong, or its employees. We apologize. To the extent our commentaries could be considered as negative statements about Mr. Alifanis or Comet Ping Pong. And we hope that anyone else involved in commenting on Pizzagate will do the same thing. If Mr. Alifantis has any other objections, we invite him to let us know. It is never easy to admit when your commentaries are based on an accurate information. But we feel like we owe it to you, the listeners, viewers, and supporters to make that statement and to give an apology to you and Mr. Oliphantus when we do.